Still need a catchphrase. We need one. I, I came up with another one. Okay, let's hear it then. Are you ready? Yeah. Ka-ching, we're making money on comics. But we're not. We're not making money on comics. Well, people don't need to know that. Well, we don't want to lie to them. But it could be like a strong, like a strong way to put forward like, hey, spend money because ka-ching, we're making but, money on comics. But we also don't want to like, we want to encourage people to make comics because it's a effort of love, not for the, you know, great monetary value. So, Why? Well, I, I just assume people want to make money doing everything. Well, I don't know. I mean, yes and no. I mean, I don't want to be like eating a sandwich and be like, "Ooh, this is a." I mean, making five dollars from eating the sandwich. Okay. I don't trust that sandwich. You, you, make- so you're telling me if somebody gave you five dollars to eat a sandwich, you wouldn't do it? I mean, I once maybe, but like every day, no. I'd be like, "What is wrong with these sandwiches that you're like giving me money?" I think I'd be on a drug trial at that point. What about when you work for like Google and they literally feed you breakfast, lunch, and dinner in order to get you to stay at work all day? Don't they're you not, think that they're paying people to eat? They're paying me to do their to work. They're not paying me to eat. That's different. But they are providing food for you to eat. And that's a that's a it's kinda of like they're paying you to eat okay. there. Alright. You you I We'll, we'll find another one. You or, just don't yeah. think ka-ching, we're making money on comics is, no. is good? No? No. And it doesn't capture the spirit of dumb comic creators? It, it does not. It okay. sounds like we're materialistic and we're not materialistic. I'm wearing okay. that. I'm wearing the Pokemon Ghost like, hoodie that I had since middle school. So, I mean. <laughs> You're not making money on anything. <laughs> I'm not making money on anything. <laughs> you have no job and no prospects <laughs> and you're spending more money on comics that you don't have. Yep. 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 All right. I've, I've had this for over like 12 years. This sweater's older than my nephew and niece put together. So more, more like kaplunk, we're losing money on comics. <laughs> that sounds better, but that I'm still not better. 100% with it. I don't think that sells our podcast to anyone, though. I don't think it does Not either. like ka-ching. Ka-ching, everyone's like, yeah, get on board. Ka-ching. Okay. I guess we will agree to disagree. We'll, we'll come up with another one next time. Okay. We are dumb comic creators. I'm with... I- Eric Schwartz. And I'm Keegan Shiner. And today we have a wonderful guest. Eric, would you introduce our guest? Um, we have the guest Judd Brown, uh, Jude Brown, <laughs> or AKA Carrot. Judd Brun. Judd Brun. Judd Brun, AKA Carrot, AKA Karat, AKA Katniss. No, that's- Wait, okay. So once again, her name is Jude Brown. And she is the creator behind at Carrot Comics on Instagram. Yep. And Jude, how do you say your name? It's Jude Brown. Jude, Jude, Jude. Brown. Jude Brown. Yeah. Jude is from Scotland, so we might talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> my wife and my mother are obsessed with Outlander. Have you? Do you watch that? Uh, I think my dad was an extra for that, actually. Oh, wow. Was he in the Battle of Culloden? I don't know. He had this, like, weird costume with, like... <laughs> no, he looked homeless. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> Did he get to keep the costume, or they take it back at the end of the day? Nah, I think they took it back. Oh, that's oh, okay. too bad. What, what part of Scotland are you, are you in? I'm, like, near Glasgow. Okay. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> the city. Yeah. Oh, cool. 
Is that where uh, like Jamie's print shop is? Is that a place that people go? I've never you know, heard of it. Do you know much about Outlander tourism? <laughs> no, actually, like, no. I, I, mean, I mean, I've never watched a single episode of Outlander, so I'm just going to... Neither have I, honestly. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. So Wait, I, I have one, two more questions about Scotland that I was required to, to ask. Um, <laughs> when, when is it, like, when can you see the Northern Lights there? Can you see the Northern Lights? Um, I can't see them because, like, I'm not really, you know, in the north. So, okay. yeah, I've You're never seen the... them. Like, they're quite rare up here, you know. Okay, okay. And do you go skiing in Scotland? Is There's there not skiing? that much snow. There's not that much snow. That's what I thought. I didn't think there was that much. Nah, are there we... are there mountains to go ski, though? Or Yeah, but, like, there's no snow to ski on, <laughs> so you just kind of... <laughs> Roll down the hill you something. just yeah <laughs> you fall down the hill it's just called you just walk or fall or trip yeah. i'm not even sure why that was a question my mom has never skied in her entire life <laughs> but for some reason she wanted to know about skiing so i for swore i was thought that was gonna be an ashy question for sure just because mm. it sounds like i've right? never been asked that before like out of everything <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, because my wife is from Oregon where there's lots of skiing and uh, the Christmas that we went out there to spend time with her family, they took me skiing and on the bunny hill, I'm going down, I'm like going down inches at a time, like really slow. And finally they're like, Keegan, if you just go down the hill, like point your skis down the hill, you're, you'll be fine. You just make a pizza to stop, you'll be fine. So I finally just point myself down the hill. I zoom, I'm zooming down this hill. It's a bunny hill, but like I'm zooming down. There's no stopping. Can't slow down, I can't stop. So I finally just like threw myself on the ground and like tumbled into a fence. So that's my, that's my skiing story. I've never actually been skiing either. I've went sledging though, like like when you're a kid and you have the wee, yeah. Oh yeah, sledding's fun. (laughs) Sledding's awesome. I used to go sledding all the time on a. I lived next to a golf course that didn't have a fence, and during the winter, no one was golfing, so they didn't care. We jumped on the fence, or yeah. not jumped the fence, but jumped on the golf course, and there was enough hills that we could go down. So that was always fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Can you I guys actually, do a accent. I'm sorry. Can you do a Scottish accent? Can we do a Scot Scottish accent? <laughs> I can do a Robin Williams doing a Scottish accent for one line. <laughs> Go ahead. I <laughs> Goliath, which is literally him in his stand-up HBO special when he was talking about golf. Okay. I don't even know what he said. What? Say it again. I could get Goliath. He doesn't use it that much. He literally just uses that line. Whenever he says something, he always he always ends with I could get Goliath, which I don't even know if it's Scottish, just Robin Williams making up a Scottish accent. Yeah, yeah, I can't really like, I can't do an American accent anyway, it's really bad. No, you can't. Well, there's no. many different accents here, is a problem too. Yeah, actually, in Scotland. There, what? Oh, there are? Yeah, like up north probably, I don't even know. So do you speak <laughs> Gaelic or anything? No, that's like Irish apparently, I think we say like okay. Gaelic, I don't know. Gaelic? You say Gaelic? I think so. <laughs> I don't actually know that. But... Yeah, I don't speak that. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, Carrot, how did you get your start in comics? Uh, I started because of my friend, because he used to draw and stuff, and, like, he got me into it. Because we'd be in class together, he'd always be, like, drawing and, like, yeah. So, And my dad's an artist, actually. So oh, yeah. that's What does your dad do? Uh, he does, like, he's doing stuff with resin right now. He doesn't really do digital stuff, so, yeah. Okay. Like resin, um, like sculptures or paintings? Uh, it's like, there's one right up there, but I can't show you. It's like, I don't even know. It's like a circle and then you just like mix all these colors and it makes this oh. thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. So it, did that kind of get you inspired to be an artist or? Yeah, but my friend was the one who got me into digital art. Like he'd be like... I don't know, he'd draw like little cartoons and stuff and he'd show me. And then he was like, maybe you should draw a comic. And I was like, okay. And then. <laughs> oh, cool. So when did you start doing comics? Like how many years ago? Well, actually just last year. Last <laughs> like I've basically. Okay. So yeah. Because you have a ton of comics on your Instagram yeah. Um, already. Yeah. And yeah. a pretty large following too. Oh yeah, thanks. But yeah, I don't even know what I'm doing on seen what happened yeah so um what is it about comics that kind of drew you in is it a way to to journal or is it yeah it's kind of like a diary like because i just make the comics based on how i'm feeling like my real life so yeah 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 and like i, I kind of like how they're short and like they can be funny and that you don't really need to use that many words for some i just wanted to ask if you have any advice for uh, new people doing comics too, which just because as dumb comic creators, we don't know what we're doing, but hopefully somebody <laughs> who's already doing it does. Uh, God, I don't even know. Like, just keep going. Cause like, I don't know if you saw my first comics, but like they were really bad, obviously, but I got better. So yeah, basically just don't like give up. Even if you can't like draw a straight line or whatever, you know. So are you in college now? I just finished. I was doing advertising for two years. Okay. I'm like 18 now, so I dropped out of school and then I went to college instead. Okay. Yeah. And college means the same thing as it means here, right? And uh, No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> what, what grades is college in? So for in America, college is grades 13 through 16, and high school is 9 through 12, so... Does that make any sense or no? That's not gonna help. <laughs> you're like primary school, so you start primary school when you're like four or five, and then you stay there till you're like eleven, and then you start high school, and then you're at high school till you're eighteen or like seventeen. Okay. And then you go to university, so like you can go to college before that, so it's like college then uni. Okay. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Okay, so. So are you in uni? I missed it. No, like I went to college for two years and then you can go to uni after if you want, but you don't have to. Okay. So okay. I see. <laughs> okay. So what what do you do now out, outside of comics? Uh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> Actually, because of the pandemic as well, like it's kind of hard to find a job and stuff. So. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> as we were, as I'm looking for a job too. So I mean, welcome to the club. Yeah. Yeah. 
I have a job interview like tomorrow, so. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> We're keeping you up and keeping you uh, keeping you up, and like you're gonna go in there tired. I mean, it's only eight o'clock. <laughs> it's... it's not that late. It's not that late. Okay. That's why we had this schedule for the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Is it a Zoom interview or is it a, a in-person interview? He's just gonna call me, like. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm doing Zoom interviews constantly right now, so I'm in the spot that I am er, con, er, right now. I'm in there all the time. But other than podcasting, how's the other job? Other than podcasting. Because <laughs> you're also doing Zoom interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So, Jude, uh, were you always doodling before you started making proper comics? Uh, yeah, like sometimes in class, but I didn't really like art in school. Like I wasn't like an artistic person really until yeah. I did digital stuff. Was your okay. dad not, not happy about you, like not liking art in school? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he minded. Like, it was my art teacher who was like kind of strict with me because she knew my dad went was an artist. So she was like, uh, "I don't know why do you suck basically <laughs> if your dad's an artist." That's really harsh. That's a great thing for teachers say. Why do you suck at this? Like, I mean, yeah, you're the I teacher. Told, like one of the art teachers told him, "Well, like this is really bad," and I was like, "Gonna oh, fail then. Never mind." But at least she's honest again. So uh, I guess what I'm curious about is how you ended up like enjoying the pan, like making panels and, and drawing so much when you, like, was it just out of the blue? Really? Yeah, or? literally. Like <laughs> that friend I was talking about was like, just make a comic or something. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then it kind of started from there. Like that's, it was so random. Okay. And then, like, after a week of drawing, like, digitally, I made that Instagram. So, like, I'd actually just started drawing. And then I made that Instagram. Are you um, self-conscious about your drawing? or? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, because you have several comics about drawing hands and, <laughs> and um, it, oh, yeah. yeah. By the way, congratulations on doing a good five-fingered uh, hands. I was... Because even The Simpsons, if you ever watch it, they always do four-finger hands because they have trouble doing the fifth finger. And you did a good five-finger hand, so give yourself a pat on the back for that. Like, it just looks weird to me, and it, I just can't do it. I just, yeah, I have to do five. But I never yeah. actually draw hands that much because they're really hard. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever look at comics, a lot of times they're in fists or just Yeah, off. that one's, like, normally it's just, like, just like a ball, like a little ball for a hand. Mm -hmm. So what was the ramp up process like on like drawing these comics to, and you feel like you're, you've gotten better at them? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've only been doing it like a year properly. So looking back at my old comics, it's like, oh my God, it's really bad. <laughs> it was really horrible to look at, but it's like a good reminder that I've gotten better. And like, I actually used to draw all in one layer. It was that bad. Like I was really bad. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like everyone sucks when they start doing something. I think, yeah. yeah. Um, and now, what what what's your process now when you're drawing? Do you draw every day? Um, I go through periods of like drawing every day, and then like, uh, then like I have no motivation, so I just kind of stop for a while. <laughs> kind of, it's like a process, I guess. Yeah. Do you yeah. find drawing to be therapeutic? 
like if you're having a bad day, you want to go home and draw. If you're having a really good day, you want to go home and draw or just yeah, like and see if I can't sleep because I normally go to bed at like five in the morning, honestly. So I just draw it until like five in the morning. Five in the morning. Yeah. So this is very early for me. What, what what time do you wake up? Um, I wake up at like twelve. Okay, so you're on my time. You're on Eastern yeah, time. Yeah, I'm like the American. <laughs> no. Oh, that's yeah. funny. So we had to get you up early to do this interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'll probably be like napping right now or something. Oh wow. So you do you draw at five a.m.? Are you drawing like late yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah. How long do your comics take to make? Like. Because I've got used to like how I draw and stuff, it only takes like an hour or two hours. Okay. What do you? What program are you using? Uh, Clip Studio. Clip Studio. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a Wacom? No, I use this tablet that I'm using right now. It's like a Microsoft tablet. Oh, okay. Like a Surface or something. Yeah. 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 Do you draw in bed or do you draw like? Yeah, I draw a workstation. <laughs> yeah. I probably look horrible at like five in the morning drawn in bed, like hunched over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll cause problems later. It already has. My back oh, hurts. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we're in our 30s, so if we like sleep poorly on our back, we can't stand up for the next five days. So congratulations <laughs> on, you know, still being able to do that. Well, probably next year I won't. I'll be like in bed constantly. But like every time I wake up, my back really hurts, so... I sit down for these interviews, even like a 30 minute interview. And my, my butt is like gone for the rest of the day. It's numb. It's tingling. And like, I had to get myself like a pad to sit on. (laughs) This is pathetic, but yeah, because I I'm using like an Ikea chair and the pad is like, it's flat now. So I'm using like a kitchen chair from a kitchen, a kitchen. Yeah. Uh, you'll see me start like rocking halfway through this interview and that's me just trying to make sure like my butt doesn't fall asleep so <laughs> when you see that it's not like I'm like weird or anything it's just that, like oh it's been 30 minutes my body's deciding to say no yeah that's what happens when I'm drawing I'm like my my bum gets like numb basically. <laughs> <laughs> by the time I'm finished it's like you have to set a timer to like get up and do some jumping jacks once an hour or something yeah. I get like really energetic at like four in the morning though, so I'm always like <laughs> running around the house. Oh, no. Are you waking everybody up else up like that you hear no, I don't know how I don't wake them up, honestly. Like see on my phone it tells me how many steps I do and by like five in the morning I've done like over a thousand steps and I'm like, how did I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fun. That's fun. It's weird. If my mom's getting up for work, like it's six in the morning, she sees me and she doesn't even care anymore because he's just used to it. <laughs> Ah, you're just up, yeah. She's sorry. She stopped fighting it. She's like, "All right, this is my new reality now." Yeah, like she's getting up and I'm going to bed, and I'm like, "Right, see you there." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's cool. So you originally were not drawing; you're just doing doodles. You said, "When did you switch over to the computer doodles?" Just because I didn't really know like it was a thing, honestly, until I saw my friend doing it. Like, I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Then, yeah. Wait, let me ask. Do you know other comic creators by you or? Like around me? Yeah. Like my email. 
No, yeah. no. They're all American. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what about my, your friend? Is he still making comics? The friend that inspired you to start? Uh, no, he died. So oh, I'm no. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I guess, well, in a way, though, you're carrying on his memory and carrying on his wishes by creating your own comics, so... Yeah, he was always really happy that I started like a page and stuff. I'm sure he's uh, he's still very happy. Yeah. Not to get philosophical, but <laughs> yeah. Philosophical. Philosophical. I don't speak English that well. I speak American poorly. I speak everything poorly. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was so in high school in French. They would always yell at me in French, but I didn't understand French. So it's always awkward because they're yelling at me, but I don't know what they're yelling at me about. So I just kept on saying we like every five seconds. Like, yeah, we, we. And eventually they said, you don't even know what you're doing. I'm like, no, no, I don't. Stop yelling at me like that. So when I speak everything poorly, you just know when people are upset, you kind of nod your head and say, yeah. And then. Yeah. Well, sometimes like I don't know what someone said and then I just pretend. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you said, but I'm just going to nod. How often has that happened during this interview? Uh, only like twice. Okay. I actually step up for us. Yeah, People it is. from America have trouble understanding us, and they usually have hit five by now, so. That's true. We've got I mean, better, Keegan. You understand me, though, like, most Americans I spoke to, like, I don't know, I have to repeat myself like 10 times or something. So. Oh, yeah. Well, see, I watch a lot of Outlander, so I know, I know the accent very well, yeah. Honestly, I like television from uh, England, from the United Kingdom, a lot better than American television. So, do you know any Scottish TV shows? Uh, other than Torchwood, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not even Scottish. That's English. <laughs> it's English. <laughs> it takes place in Scotland. Well, I think the main ac- actor is like Scottish. The main actor is from Joliet, where I'm from, basically. <laughs> the yeah, Captain Jack, yeah, Captain the American. Jack is, yeah. He's American. Yeah. Oh. But the main girl, she's... Uh, she's Scottish, right? She's Scottish, yes. It's in Edinburgh. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the capital. But there's also this one called Still Game. It's quite funny. Still, still Game? Still Game. Shell Game? <laughs> no. <laughs> still Game, like, Still. Still, still Game? What's yeah. Stell? I don't know what Stell is. Like, like you, <laughs> but you know, Stell like S T I double L. Still, still, ill, ill plus till, till, still, Stell. You're saying Stell game. Stell. Okay, so you're still game. All right, no. I'm glad we had this talk. Let's talk about your comics. Yes. Um, this is pretty relatable. Was this one of your first, or is this a recent comic? Uh, this was probably like two months ago or something. Like okay. Ago, I think. <laughs> so how did you come up with this comic? It's because um, I leave everything to the last minute, honestly. And like I had this really big assessment due, and I was just like... I don't want to do it. so I just stay bored very much. Oh, I see. Like, literally, I had like two days to do it. It was like 5,000 words, and I still hadn't done it. I was like, I just can't. 
Yeah. Do you get a lot done when you're procrastinating? No, it's like I can't do it early, but like when I'm procrastinating, I start to panic and I'm like, I'm dropping out, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I I understand that feeling. I used to turn in all of my papers, like I would write them that morning. I would get up at four and write them and turn them in at eight, you know? Yeah, that's what I was like. Like, Well, I wouldn't get up at four. I was already awake, you know? <laughs> Wow. I wrote a paper on the USSR and it had to be a certain amount of length. So I typed out United Soviet Socialist Republic every single time to get to the correct page length. So I was also not perfect. Oh, wait, go scroll up, scroll up. There's the perfect hand. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Oh, I gave up trying to draw that bloody hand. <laughs> How long did this hand take you? Oh, I can't remember, but it was really frustrating. I was like, because I was like, this is the one comic I need to actually try to draw hands because I'm talking about hands. So, yeah. Do you, you think end up I... tracing your hands or did you just? I like I was like this for like fucking like 20 minutes. I was like, what, is, what did our hands look like? Yeah. What do they do? Why are they called hands? Why am I philosophizing about them? Do you think you'll ever go and like take an illustration class like on on figure drawing or anything? Maybe there's like this comic class at my old college, so I could do that. But. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully your teacher won't call you sucky. I mean, I know. I can't believe your teacher said that. I I used to be a math teacher and I would never tell a student that they sucked at math. <laughs> it's a personal thing for me. Also, was that really, did you really find that in your book, the 69 joke? No, it well, yeah, the 69 jokes were like a, a big thing, but like they normally write something for you know, I didn't want to like write something really bad and put it on Instagram, so I just kind of put dumbass basically. Oh, wow! Oh, so it was raunchier than that, usually, yeah, like a lot worse than that, and like dicks all over the page and stuff. What do you think your style is, if I can ask? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's a tough question. I was just wondering. I was just wondering if you had like something in mind, like a way that you want your comics to look to people. Just want them to look uh, simple, I guess. I just think it's a simple style. I don't think it's too hard. Yeah. I I like this comic. It's uh, the emergency broadcast message um, with the apocalypse. And you are all these comics you. Or does the character have a name other than? No, it's me, I guess. But like everyone just calls it Carrot, basically. Carrot. Okay. So that, yeah, Carrot has like her headphones on and like there's all this bad stuff that happens behind her until she uh, like misses the nuclear explosion (laughs) and and then she turns into a skeleton. I also like the face changes. Like you will go through my comps like, oh, now I'm dead. (laughs) Yeah, like realization. (laughs) But my favorite part is that the headphones survived this explosion. So. Yes. <laughs> headphones survive and everything else gone. And the rest of her flesh is gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were the only thing to survive, like everything. Yeah. Sony. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we're not sponsored. Ex- we're just a fan. Sony, we'll beat the the new the Holocaust. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I should get in touch. <laughs> Yeah. The three things that will survive apocalypse. 
the, the what was it the the Beatles or whatever it's called the cockroaches in the headphones and me. Sony, yeah. And you? Yeah. You have some immunity. I have. I'm surrounding myself by Sony products, so yes. Oh, okay. A Sony bunker. Yeah, Sony bunker. <laughs> it probably would break after like the first month. Have, okay, um, I'm not sure if you're a big Star Wars fan at all. Have you ever tried to telekinetically get a remote control in real life? No. I mean, oh. maybe when I was little, but yeah. <laughs> I do it. I still do it, which is really sad because, you know, I'm in my 30s. Just do the, uh. <laughs> well, you might get it one day. You don't know. I'm, I'll be really happy. I mean, usually now I just yell at somebody or my cat again who just ignores me, so. That's fair. You should, like, I don't know, you could make, like, a new invention so you can, like, bring it to you. <laughs> the remote control getter. Yeah, and then you can get money. Yeah. That, that... Ching. Hey, no, we're <laughs> not doing that. We, I, my remote control getter machine will be just for the sake of every single guy who's on his t- on his couch, not Dude. trying to get up. No. Who is this uh, character in this comic? Other, other than Carrot, is that somebody specific from your life? Not really. She kind of looks like my friend, though. But like, that's kind of it. That's only. Okay. <laughs> do Do your friends read your comics? Yeah, like all my friends are like super supportive. It's cute. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Who are your influences? Um. I don't really like know because whenever someone gets asked this, they always say like all oh, these huge comic artists, and I'm just like, I don't know who that is, but I just kind of take inspiration from like other artists on Instagram. Like, okay, uh, do you know the lemon sandwich and like what's she called? Um, do you know After Death Comics? After Death, yeah, I've I've read some of theirs. Yeah, like his. It's just like if I, like, I'm like, oh, like just kind of. Oh yeah, and Sarah Henderson. Okay. I don't yeah, just like that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and lately you've been drawing more profiles of people. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of like figuring out my style, so I'm just doing different things. Oh, cool. Do you own a cat? Just out of curiosity, or no? I do. Yeah. Is your cat also? Is your cat bald or no? No. <laughs> No, she has hair, but yeah, I wouldn't mind a bald cat. Actually, I think they're like kind of cute. They're mm. I, they're really affectionate. Like I've met one. Like the only bald cat I ever met was literally refused to leave somebody's lap. They're super affectionate. So yeah, my cat's evil. Like she's horrible. <laughs> Do you have a story to share? So many. Yeah. Like, she once she brought in um a bird that was alive, like, like oh. and it started flying around my house. <laughs> did you have to um, chase it down and get it out or yeah. this happens a lot though because like they come through my chimney as well and it's age on instagram because i named them harold and everyone's like where's your bird and all that i don't even know but yeah <laughs> <laughs> she also likes to like bring in mice and stuff all that stuff so she brings mice into your house yeah like dead or alive like it doesn't even matter She's cats dead. are supposed to get rid of mice i know well, she does, but, like, she doesn't even eat it. She just, like, kills it for fun. Like, she's, like, a murderer. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they bring the mice as, like, tribute for you. Like, is they, it, like, a gift to you? It's, like, a gift, yeah. 
It's like my grandparents came to visit and she left them a dead mouse at the end of her bed. <laughs> that shows that they, she loves them. She's like, I went out and brought you dinner. Oh, God. Thanks for coming to visit. <laughs> and sometimes, like, this is really disgusting, but, like, it's not even the whole mouse. It's just, like, <laughs> all over the house. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> oh, <so> God. <laughs> Is your cat like an outdoor indoor cat or just simply a... He's an outdoor cat. She's like mostly wild at this point. Yeah. Okay. He's nicer. I have a cat, so I find it very curious. Because my cat used to do the same thing where he would bring in... He brought in three squirrels, two chipmunks, a toad that we didn't realize wasn't dead until he started playing with it, and a bird. So... Yeah. So... It was always fun to chase those down with a towel and then have to throw it out the out the door. Yeah, oh my god. I remember having to stay up till like two in the morning once to try to catch this mouse. And like I'm always the one to do it because everyone else in this house is too scared, so I'm just like Plus dying. you're you're the only one awake at that time. Yeah. Everyone's sleeping. I feel like it's like the hunger and I'm like volunteering as tribute to do it. <laughs> they shout an encouragement from behind the door, like, You can do it, carrots, go get it. Yeah, literally, my parents were like, uh, they text me saying, Jude, there's a mouse downstairs, can you get it? And I was like, fine. You should, you should text one time after going downstairs, Carrot's dead, mouse, is, mouse rules now. Yeah. Oh, I actually found this mouse outside, like, shivering. So I took it inside and gave it some cheese. And I named it Remy after Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> You've got two cats. Keegan, have you ever gotten any presents? No, they they kill cockroaches, and we we haven't had mice um, in the places I've lived. So, uh, but they they've killed cockroaches. They used to kill a cockroach a night, basically, and just leave it in the middle of the floor for us to find. It was really gross. Sometimes like three at one in one night, but that was when we were living in the basement at that in that building mm. in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, I know that one. Chicago. Yeah. yeah, Chicago. Chicago. Have you been to the States? No, I've never been. I've, okay. I've only been to like France and Spain. That's it. France and Spain. That's just like a bus ride, right? <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're yeah. quite small, but not that small, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's a weird feeling going country to country there because it's here it's like driving state to state but but there you need like a passport and and lots of you need papers right just to yeah i mean frankly you just drive there yeah oh yeah i've been to london actually like a couple times but okay yeah that's all so what's the plan are you gonna keep making these yeah yeah Hopefully. <laughs> oh, good. Are you yeah. going to keep on doing carrot as main character? Are you going to try anything else? or? Um, I, w- I want you to start like a series with like different characters and stuff, but I made the first panel and that was like two months ago and I've kind of forgot about it right now, but hopefully I'll get back to it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Are all your comics kind of about your life? Have you found it hard to make comics during quarantine or has that impacted any of your like creativity or process? Uh, yeah, I took, I took like a month's break when it kind of started the lockdown and stuff, but it's not been that bad. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough to come up with stuff right now, I think. I know. Apart from just lying in bed all day, you're like, what to do? Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been a great guest. We really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah. Thank you for trying to understand us and mostly doing so. And apologies again for mispronouncing Judd Braun. Um, <laughs> oh, my bad. I'm impressed that you came up with something on that. Yeah, Judd. Eric I always told that before. Eric always promises our guests that he's going to mess up their name. And I've yet to not. I've yet to fail. Well, but this time it was so easy. It was Jude Brown. Yeah. Which which is I just think you the name's Andy. <laughs> That's like even easier. Andy Bowandy? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he screwed that up. Yeah. I screwed that up too. But that was harder because it was like a made up name. Yeah. It was all like one word or it was like yeah. It was like Beyonce, right? His name is like a Beyonce type name. Andy's like Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're kindred spirits, I think. Yeah. I could see them doing a dance together, like just doing a, this dance together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's Jude Brown, and you're at Comic Carrots, Comic Dot Carrots, right? No, it's Carrot Comics. <laughs> Carrot Dot Comics. Carrot Dot Comics. Okay. We'll see. We we like to mess up names because the more you say the name, the more people remember. So in a way, we're helping you promote yourself. By... Well, thank you. And in another way, it's an excuse for when we screw up, and we know we will. Carrot.comics on Instagram. They're hilarious, and we hope everyone will read them. Anywhere else people can reach you? Uh, unless they can like find my Facebook somehow. Probably not. <laughs> Don't do that. That'd be weird, please. I know that really weird. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that. Don't, don't do that. We're gonna we're gonna have to go back now and just bleep out all the Jude Browns and make them Judd Browns. And, but also for those that like are on are in the Patreon page, they can also see your name in the corner too. So we have to be like Mister yeah. Name. <laughs> just burn my whole face. Well, also deepen your voice, like it's a mystery show. So it'd be like, oh, okay. do you have those? Like when like they do the interviews and the person's in the shade or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that. Everyone has the same media, Eric. I don't know. She's not on another planet. She's in Scotland. I'm in Narnia. <laughs> You're in Narnia. Yeah. Narnia. So she's in the closet. Do you have hobbits that live in your neighborhood? What? <laughs> Oh, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Ouch. That's, that's. Uh. Hey, wait, what did you say? I said she's in the closet and then he started asking about uh, hobbits. If there's hobbits in your neighborhood. Hobbits in the neighborhood. Uh, not that I've seen. I mean, <laughs> I'm not the tallest person, but I don't think I'm like a hobbit. Well, there's also it's... a different, there's a totally different continent. That's called New Zealand. Is your house in a hill? That's a big clue. No, I'm next to a forest, though. Okay. So yeah. you're more of an ent. An oh. entity. <laughs> what is that? It is a tree from Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. I've never Narnia? Been... No, he would be... A, they would be a satire, if anything. 
I'm I'm nerding out. I think I think this interview should end soon. Okay. <laughs> I'm shooting myself in the foot right now. So, uh, yeah. Once again, Jude Brown of Carrot.comics. You've been a wonderful guest. Thank, Thank you. you so much for being yeah. here. Thanks for yeah, coming thanks. on our show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Wow, that was awesome. Thank you, Jude Brown. Of Carrot.comics on of Instagram. Of Carrot.comics for Instagram for giving us a great interview and spending some time with us from across the ocean. Her comics are hilarious. Yeah, and her artwork is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it is simple, but I think it, she has her own style of like, I don't know, it's kind of like anime-ish, right? Yeah, there's also just a truth and comedy type feel in her work as well. Yeah, it's clearly from her perspective on the world, which is why I like it. You know, it's somebody else's view. Yeah, it's a it's an entertaining comic, just a good read. Yeah, and again, carrot.comics. Awesome. Go for it. Okay. You can learn Scottish slang. Glasgow or not Glasgow? I don't think she puts Scottish slang in her comics. Unfortunately, she needs to. She needs to. That would be our one uh, constructive critique. criticism. Yes. Con- critique. Yes. Also, uh, still game. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, but thank you once again. Thank you very much. So no cat. So Keegan, the catchphrase, the kachink. It just doesn't work. I'm sorry. I'm nixing it. Kaching, kaching. No, no make money no. in comics. No, there's no money in comics. Okay. You don't, yeah, you don't go into comics to make money, anyways. You don't? I think a lot of people do. You know what? I pay a lot of money to people. Somebody's making money. Yeah. Somebody's winning the lottery too. Just not you as well. <laughs> yeah. So if only, if only I could draw. That's the. Uh, that's the big money maker. Title of my book, I think. Yeah. Who do we have here? Well, today we have a return special guest uh, in the name of Henry, my nephew. Oh. um, Hi, Henry. Who has read um, a comic today. What did he read? Uh, Not just any comic. What comic do you think he read, Keegan? X-Men? X-Men 1? Read X-Men? No. He did not read X-Men. What did you read then? I only read the first, the title, but I read... Of the Death Maze 2. Death Maze 2? Death Maze 2. And who do you think wrote that, Henry? You. Yeah. Keegan. Yeah, I wrote that. Mm-hmm. He's right. He's right. Cool. Well, I can't wait to hear what you thought. So, Henry, do you want to help me summarize or do you want Keegan to summarize the plot? It means to just recount, to say the plot over again. Okay, Keegan, can you do us the favor as the author? Can you tell us the plot of the of your book, Death Maze Two? Yeah, so it's about the boulder, and he's attacking the death maze, and then he um, he he doesn't he gets eaten by pandas. Is that about right, Henry? Yes, but that is not that good. (laughs) Okay, so so what's why don't you like the plot of that? Because. It, the bad thing is, 
It's cool that he's a superhero and he has powers. The bad thing is, all superheroes try to win, but this guy and both <laughs> death mazes, they keep on losing. So they got to figure out a way to win this. Right. Yeah, he didn't figure it out, though. Mm-hmm. So, so, you're, so that's what you don't like about it? Is it the fact that the good guy didn't win? Is the good guy supposed to win? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, what did you think of the what did you think of the boulder's powers? Did you like his powers? Yeah. The back your face part and the saying you're stupid is not that cool. That is not that cool. That but is that that cool. is his power. He tells himself he's bad, and that's how he be, be becomes all powerful. You know. Mm-hmm. I think that would be better for a comic if he like had super speed or something. If he had super, super speed? speed, and then like <laughs> you love super speed, to make you really calm, but you don't need calm. The only thing to stop you is super slime that slows you down, so you can't run as fast. Yeah, that'd be the only way. But they would just stay try to calm you. You would like beat them or something. That'd be the best way. They could like reduce the death maze too, and and they could be very calm. He can come, like, save the boat or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Henry, what did you think of the artwork, though? The, did you like the pictures and everything? You can be honest, Henry. Yeah. Not the most. Yeah, what's wrong with it? The problem is... So, I still saw one part that was kind of weird. The bat, to me, I still think... A little part of the background still is, I don't really like the purple one much. I really think like blue or something whitish. So in the first page, if you look at the sky, it's purple, not blue. Yeah. Yeah, I want like a lighter color. That would be way better. A lighter color would be way better. The sky is purple? Wait, where is the sky purple? Uh, if you look at one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to share my screen and you're going you're gonna to have to help me out here. So here, here's the comic. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, and pretty, actually, pretty much the whole thing, you can see the permanent, so you think the sky is purple. I didn't know, because it's, it's separated by a, by a frame. So it's blue there, but the part where he's calling himself stupid is where I think we're talking about. Yeah, you were able to see a purple dash. They think the sky is purple. Oh, so that confused you. Mm-hmm. So you didn't, you're not even talking about the art, you're talking about the color, <laughs> which I did. So yet again, Henry, don't like something that I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else, what else, uh, what else do you think about the art? Anything else? No. More <laughs> than the crash part's not that cool. What if you like, maybe like, super smash, break over the thing. Just jump right down. That would be more cool for the art. And then a crash. Blop, blop, blop. <laughs> that is not that cool. You didn't like any of this? Uh, the panda part was pretty kind of, kind of stupidish. Okay. Not the best, but pretty bad. Why was it pretty bad? The pandas. There's no talking pandas. These can talk. They're, they're, but they uh, won't talk and panda. That does not. That don't make sense. In Kung Fu Panda, the panda can talk. 
It's a movie. It's animated, dude. Of course I would be able to talk. It's a, there's a separate TV show of it. But this is, yeah, this is a comic book. It's yeah, not comic. a documentary. Yeah, this is a comic weird. book. It is really kind of weird. So you see a, a, a man that hits himself and becomes a Hulk-like being as yeah, completely realistic. But then the talking pandas is where you decided that this comic went when off the rails. It was pretty bad. At the starting, it was also kind of bad. I'll just say so myself. I'm saying. Okay. After pandas and the purple sky in there was pretty, really actually kind of weird. Okay. Me, right. it was weird. Okay, so what did you think of the characters? The characters were pretty fine. Except for the talking pandas. Okay. Yeah. It's not like a supervillain might have genetically engineered pandas that can talk. It probably, there probably are engineered or something. They're probably robots anyways. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what they are. They're robot pandas. He even defeated robots earlier, remember? So is that, does that make it okay that they can talk if they're robot pandas? Okay. <laughs> mean Uncle, my, me, you know, and Craig... Uncle Craig. He knows Uncle Craig. Yeah. Oh, we talked in the, about the... <laughs> earlier we said... We were also talking about the video game. There's, there's only should be about two talking robots, and those were Zero and... Zero uh, this and doesn't take place in the show. same world as Borderlands, though. So it's like... There only should be like two talking robots ever. That's just what I'm thinking. So across all universes, there's only supposed to be two talking robots? Yeah. That really limits it. What about Star Wars? A lot of the robots there talk. Because they're because Luke made them and he didn't he didn't know what he was doing. Okay. He did not know what he was doing. Alright, so Henry, before you go, would you recommend this comic to someone else? Mm, maybe not. Why not? It's not the best. I think I'd say this is not the best. This is not the best thing ever. Okay. Is it better than the first one? Better. Still not good enough. So what can, what can Keegan do to improve it? Let the superhero win this thing. Let the superhero win? Let the superhero win. But the, the comic is called Death Maze, Henry. I know. So, so the, the death maze the is the hero of the comic. Are the one that actually gets the death, not the superhero. It should be the villains are the one that get the death. Yeah, yeah but the superhero trap, and then the villains come in, but they get, and then they get shredded into parts. That's what they it should be. It's the opposite thing, but the villains are the one that you're really cheering for to be killed. That's what we're actually kind of thinking about. Do you like Darth Vader? Yeah, but he's a after some time he gets shreds because he gets killed. Because I have a feeling that if you read a Darth Vader comic, you would want him to die <laughs> in his own comic. Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> I guess I kind of want Darth Maul and most of actually the Darth ones. I kind of want to die. Yeah, they're the bad guys. Yeah. They are the bad guys. Besides, what if they get the same so they can have a two-bladed lightsaber? 
It's too many sabers. Mm-hmm. Too many. Too many. Slash of the eyes and calling mm -hmm. All right. So do you have any closing remarks you want to tell Keegan? No. Do you want to thank him for hosting us? Yes. Thank you for hosting me. Do you, do you think I, you should keep on creating comics? Yes. Next one, it's the hero's trap, not the villain's. Got it? Okay. Well, that would be way better so the bad guys get turned to pieces. Okay. Ah. I'll see what I can do. We got to say goodbye, Henry. Bye. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> so we're going to say. Bye. Thank you for letting me be in your podcast. I'll see you in your third podcast. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Cool. Thank you, everyone. Oh, man. That was such a great interview. Both of them. So good. So good. So, so good. good. Yeah. So good. So good. How good? So good. So good. Yeah. So good. I'm confused because we're technically we're recording this first. So what? I, I'm a time traveler. So okay. So we just recorded interviews. Yeah. One with and your. They were so good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interviews too. Yeah. Well, okay. we interviewed the Scottish gentleman. I think it's a girl. The Scottish Femme This is how, how much we don't know about what's coming up with our recording <laughs> the schedule. Gentlewoman. Gentlewoman, yes. And the and the nephew. And, and yeah, the nephew. The nephew. Just the nephew. The nephew. And both were articulate, um, <laughs> told great stories. That's and right. just and I felt like my there's a timeline in my life. <laughs> You don't even know this. They they might have both been terrible. <laughs> I'm not saying they Keegan, are, but I'm, Keegan, I'm just saying maybe they were. Even knows that 925.20, anytime before that, was, <laughs> was, before, was the before time. Anytime after that, it's the after time. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. What great interviews. So what, great interviews. what are we talking about today? Uh, I have arts in. You do? Yes. I have two arts in. Okay. Yes. So let's take a look at those. Okay. So you have two artists. The first artist you found on Fiverr. And we're withholding names just so mm -hmm. uh, in case these guys listen, they don't feel bad. And and we, we don't want to run anyone's name through the mud. That's not no. the point of any of this. That's not the point. The point of this was to find what I felt fits, what I felt better fits the comic and what right. than what it was. So because these artists are good artists or we yeah. wouldn't have contacted them. Um, it's just what fits your story and if mm -hmm. their style kind of matches what you're going after. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this first artist, he did page rough, rough pages, um, but he did them sort of, digitally which is unusual um i guess because usually an artist will just sketch it out really fast on a piece of paper and yep. send you a picture of that or a scan of that so the fact that he like already put in a lot of time on these pages puts a lot of pressure on you i think mm -hmm. um because you're like well i can't really say this is bad because these are almost fully rendered pages you know yeah um, so that was a little annoying, I think. I don't know what you think, but 
I was not happy with it. Um, just okay. because um, there's a couple, just a couple major things. So first of all, um, Hank is supposed to be older and less in shape. And yeah, yeah. I don't agree with that. Right. And also the part where he throws the cup of coffee down and all of a sudden he's a cup of coffee back in his hand. Yeah. That, I mean, that's supposed to be illustrated that that's the same cup of coffee that like he threw on the ground is now back in his hand. It's not like a new cup of coffee. He's not like some guy with magic powers to create cups of coffee. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's like really, it doesn't read very well, right? It doesn't read very well. Um, I do, with the, start, the part that I really, really did like though, like he's done, like he's got some great background stuff. Um, he's really just showing, like it's a really well-drawn stuff page. It just doesn't fit for what I'm going for. Yeah. And there's a few other things that we can talk about here. So first of all, because he didn't send you character sketches, uh, you didn't get any idea of, you, you couldn't tell him, hey, no, middle-aged fatter, you know, yeah. middle-aged heavier cop, right? Mm -hmm. uh, same thing with these other characters. Uh, what did you think of, um, what's her name? Um, Jessica. Jessica, what did you think of her? I thought Jessica was done well. Um, yeah. I wish she was slightly bigger so you could see her better. But other than that, it's done very, very well. Um, and what about the lieutenant? Lieutenant also was, for the most part, done well. He was exactly like what I kind of had in mind in my head Okay. Uh, for the most part. So that was done really well. What, okay. again, this is just kind of like a thing where it just kind of doesn't flow so well. Is all of a sudden he's standing. And... Yeah, yeah, well, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Okay. So back to page one. Mm -hmm. So other than the main character's design being bad, the rest of the character designs are fine. Yeah. Now uh, let's talk about like the layout of, pa of page one. Um, since we didn't, it's a Fiverr gig, right? So if mm -hmm. we ask for a million like updates, you tend to pay for those updates. And I feel bad making mm -hmm. people work over and over on something on Fiverr, especially. So already the communication is off to a bad start on Fiverr, you know, yeah. because you can't like say, hey, no, go back and fix this because it's already kind of done. So you can only like ask for like things you really care about, right? Otherwise it's the artist's choice. Um, so when I see this, your establishing shot of the cup um, is very strange. I think it is supposed to be a wide shot of the scene of the parking lot with him in his car, right? That's what I, I believe we had. Am I thinking said. of that wrong? No, I originally had him standing outside the car. So that's accurate. Okay. Um, but I had a more uh, shot or a more. It's a high um, angle shot. Yeah. Hank's outside his car. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's. It definitely says slightly overweight, slightly bald which he is definitely not bald in this. He's definitely not bald in this. He's still wearing a hat, so you can't even tell if he's bald or not. No, he's got hair. I mean, like, mm -hmm. it's a lot of hair. Yeah. That's, that's not bald hair, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, he's not overweight at all. Um, what, how's the car design? Cars, I think, too. It, so the car is supposed to be slightly beat up and slightly older. And it's and, not supposed to be a police car. And it's not supposed to be a police car, no. So the artist didn't really even read your script. No. Okay, so that's a problem. Yeah. I will say a uh, plastic cup of coffee is an issue because he definitely drew a plastic cup of coffee. Like that, that is on you, Eric. 
If yes. you wanted that to look like a gas station cup of co- like travel mug, you should you should write. I did not want a gas station travel mug because I don't think it was a gas station travel mug. He would have thrown it on the ground. Was no, no, I, like like the travel cups that you get at gas stations with the lids, you know, mm-hmm. to make it look more like a to-go cup. I think that's what you were going for, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this just, I mean, who drives around with like an open coffee cup in their car? So, okay, so that was my fault for wording it that yeah, way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it was strange. The other thing this artist uh, messaged me about was the writing in the clouds mm-hmm. because that was just a strange request. Do you think he did a good job here? I thought he did fine with that. The other, I saw that as either that way, literally like, like somebody getting rid in the cloud yeah. or the, the clouds themselves spelling it out. And I was happy with either way. So I actually okay. happy with that. All right, good. Because yeah, he did ask for how that would look. Um, and to yeah. me, that's exactly how it would look. It was just the whole point right. is that as soon as like, anything bad happens, it just pops up for the person to see. And if you're an artist uh, listening to this, all I did was Googled cloud writing and then just used that. So if you get a script you don't understand, chances are if you just Google it, you might figure out something and send that to the writer. Because mm-hmm. that's literally, I just did that and sent it to the artist. So um, not to say that it's not a good idea to ask questions, but that's basically all I did. <laughs> you know, I assume that you would like that, Eric. So Yeah, no, I like that. That was... Okay. Yeah. So... Just so everyone's clear, what uh, this is through my Fiverr account, but then I send Eric the, the pages and he sends me notes to send the artist. So it's all through Eric, except for the cloud writing, which I just kind of took care of one day. <laughs> it was his one question. Um, so the, the layout, let's talk about the layout. So the, first of all, the establishing shot is small and it's not very high angle. It is kind of high angle, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really set the scene. You don't get really an idea of where it is. And it, I think in your script, it says suburbs. And there's definitely like a city skyline behind this, right? That is a city skyline, yes. So like, uh, I don't know. I wasn't super happy with that. Except that maybe the skyline is far enough off. That it's not in the city. Yeah. Okay. And then... Um, so I've used this artist before. I noticed that a lot of times he really is lazy and draws panels like panel two here where the character is facing away. <laughs> and I know in your script, it kind of does have him like looking towards the police station, but like, it's weird that you can't see his face in two of these panels, in three of these panels. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that's really lazy and, and not good. <laughs> You know, because because I guess to tell the story, you want to be seeing their face and yeah. Um, and since the actions on the coffee cup again, like whatever this looks like, it should be more either on the co- coffee, the mm-hmm. throwing motion, or on his face or something. He but, doesn't actually. He doesn't change them, or his smiley to not smiley is very, very slight. Like, I have to look really close <laughs> to find it. Like, yeah. his face, do- like, if you don't look at his mouth, his face doesn't change. Right. So, yeah, and that's, again, that's, like, lazy, right? He copy-pasted. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, it just didn't seem like it was super well thought out. So on page two, um, I actually think that the first couple of panels are good. The three three panels. The first four panels, I think, are good. The uh, walking in with Jessica, the talking, the laughing. I thought that last, that third panel, I think is fantastic. Yeah. And then yeah. the fourth panel, uh, even as that's also done well, because you can see, clearly see Hank, you can clearly see Joe. Yeah. And it's just working, and it looks really, really good. Right. But then panel four, again, it's the back of the head. And panel, you know, in your last panel also is the back of the head. I know like, I also worded it that they could, they were seen side by side. So it was going to supposed to be the side of the face, not the... Profile, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then the other issue with these is that he is suddenly standing up and his chair is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like improvising 101 like don't suddenly lose your object <laughs> yeah you know I, if, also if i know scene. i also know that he spent the entire and i purposely said in the comics he never gets up because he spends the entire time with his hands on his desk right so his hands in the first one they're on his desk but everyone else is not um yeah. also the picture of his family is god awful if you yeah, look it, it's pretty frame, yeah oops wrong one if you can zoom in on the frame of the in the fourth panel yeah oh yeah it it's it's sloppy right yeah but i don't know if this is because this is a sketch he Mm -hmm. might fill in more details you know um this is supposed supposedly the rough of this page okay he, he did this quickly so i i i'm not concerned about details like that yet okay the the biggest thing to be concerned about is the layout and the character design mm-hmm. for these pages, um, and the camera and like the the panel frame like the angle of the panel like mm-hmm. the camera angle for lack of a comic related word for that, um, which in this in this case the the artist doesn't seem to have command of the room of the space of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, because the room changes form as it goes, right? Like there's some random posters on the wall, but we don't, there's, they're higher than the window, which is lower than them. And then, you know, I don't know why this window is like by his neck, but the door is by, uh, like higher than the neck and makes like a tiny door. Is the window like lower than the door? Have you ever been in a room where the windows are lower than the door? No. Yeah. They're very often not. <laughs> right. So like, uh, yeah, there's just all kinds of problems. So when when you see something like this, a page like this, and a page like the first page, and the character design is bad, because even his lieutenant doesn't look old to me. He looks even younger than Hank. They both look like they're in high school. Like this is an Archie comic. Um. So when you see pages like this and it's like way too many problems to really fix, I kind of just cut my losses and see, you know, see what the final looks like and then just say, thanks for your time. You know? Yeah. That's probably what I'm going to do with this one. Which is why we do tests, you know? Yes. I did not order the full comic from this artist right away, which I'm very thankful I did not do. So, yeah. So it's not a good idea to just, to to go with the full comic up front, right? You need to do tests to see what the communication is like, to see what the artist's style is like, 
to see if he's gonna read your script correctly you know mm-hmm. which in this case he did decent you know if you were in a bind and needed a comic in a week <laughs> this might be the right guy you know because he does yeah. quick work he does very quick work he, he got back to this very very quickly um if you wanted a comic about high school kids talking and laughing you know this is also like a good artist for that who knows maybe he'll show them right old then <laughs> yeah no i don't think so i don't think he's bad he actually this artist actually did death maze too um for oh, me he did yeah so like I, I i knew he had some skills i just yeah yeah death maze 2 is what i thought was really good i really liked it so yeah thanks it came out last week so if you haven't read it go on our website dumbcomiccreators.com mm-hmm. the, the review was slightly before this <laughs> it was yeah we probably already talked about this quite a bit yep okay because we're in the future 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 okay so let's talk about artist two out of three we're doing three tests but only two artists have started on mm-hmm. the script okay so this is artist two he hasn't done a page yet but he has drawn character designs for you um i really really like the character designs um i was really happy with them yeah. um they like they are my characters come to life he's it's what i want from hank it shows him slightly balding he's slightly overweight he's a mid late 30s early 40s man um i i don't have anything to say negative about him is the truth of the matter like because i just have critiques and i'm yeah. absolutely in love with him yeah uh his question for you was if he got the police uniform correct and to me he did because to me that's a police uniform and yeah. i that's what i pictured in my mind was not like a future scientific one not one that's bare bones but one that's just got the right stuff. and he's yeah. got like the gun he's got the holster He's got like the flashlight, maybe some reloads, some mace. Yeah. Um, I bet he's got the handcuffs. If I if I ask him to have them in the back, I'll have them in the back. Yeah. Yeah, it's really well done, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think. Um, and then Joe, the lieutenant here, has like a nice mustache. He's yeah. got a fa- a high fade. Yeah, and he looks like he looks like a drill sergeant face. Like the guy looks like he keeps in shape. He's got a thick neck, like a football player, like you mm-hmm. like you wanted, right? Yeah. Um, the, and then Jessica was um, the only thing the only thing on this page that I thought needed a uh, fix was Jessica. But let me hear your thoughts first. Um, I like Jessica. I don't know if I like the earrings is the truth of the matter. It's literally the only thing I could question. Like, okay. Jessica for me is 90% there, but I'm not sure exactly what's not. Okay. Or 95% there, I'm just not sure. I don't even know what I would change to make her different. So Jessica right now to me looks a lot like uh, that church lady guy. What's his name? Dana Carvey. Mm-hmm. It looks like Dana Carvey <laughs> with <laughs> earrings on. <laughs> like like current Dana Carvey. Not, not like young, fresh looking Dana Carvey. I'm talking like old, like running a comedy show Dana Carvey in LA right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very masculine look for a woman, I think. And it comes down to the jaw. She has like a superhero jaw. Yeah. Uh it's very angular. And that's that's very unusual for 
any old people, especially women. Mm-hmm. So I think if we just asked him to like round out her face a little more, I think um, that would make it better. That would make it so much better. And I I don't mind the earrings because little old ladies wear wear yeah, that type of stuff all the time. But I think that's what you're seeing is you're seeing a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a man wear earrings. Do you nice. see it now? Do you yeah, see I it see too? it now. Yeah. As soon as you said, as soon as you said, old church lady, I'm like, oh, it's Dana Carvey, and it is Dana Carvey. Yeah. So, and I know that some old women might look that way, but I, I think if we just round out her, her um, jawline a bit, mm-hmm. it'll it'll look better. Yeah, because the short hair too really is it's difficult because that's the right hair length, but if the face doesn't look right, then it, it all kind of goes to hell, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but other than that, this is very promising work, I think. Yeah, I really, really like this work. The only issue with this artist is that he said he would have this last week <laughs> and like a whole week went by and I finally like kind of bothered him like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I've got lots of projects and I've, I'll get to yours by the end of the week, which he did. So, um, so if you wanted to know about communication with this artist, you might just need to, you know, have him communicate more with him and make sure that he's working or, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a balancing act because you don't want to bother people because they're freelancers and they're trying to make money mm-hmm. on other projects too. So, but you, you want to take care of your project. So, yeah. um, but this, he's a very re- reliable artist and yes, I recommended them to you. So, don't worry about it, <laughs> you know. Um, so cool, yeah. I think I think this style fits your comic too. What do you? I think? do. I think this fits my comic as well. Yeah. And it's. I mean, he didn't even shade this very much, but like the little bit that he does, mm-hmm. like really helps sell all of this, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a good update on your dealmaker scripts with the couple of comic pages and we hope that was interesting for radio (laughs) yeah (laughs) if you want to watch this uh podcast you can go on our patreon patreon.com slash dumb comic creators uh where we post episode videos and um i might this might be delayed a couple days but it it will eventually get up there so keep checking back if, if it's not there right away uh, like if you're listening to this hour one, um, it, it might take a couple of days. So just bear with me. Um, those take a, they take a while to export because they're videos, you know, and they're over an hour long. So yeah, it, it can just take a while to, to edit these. Cool. Um, yeah, let me, let me talk to you about the death maze two process. Is that Okay. That's okay. Or are we going to cover that when we do the interview with, Kate, or with uh, Henry? No, no. That interview with Henry is going to be about Henry. Okay. That's fine. Okay. okay. That's fine. Let's do it now. That's a question. That's all. Okay. Cool. So Death Maze 2 came out last week, and this week we're talking about it a little bit more in depth. We've already talked about the colors in episode 12 or 13. Or last 14. episode. No, not the last episode. A couple episodes ago. That's what I'm saying. 12 yeah. or 13 or 14. This is episode 16, Eric. Well, I didn't realize we've been doing this for 16 weeks. 16 weeks. 
we're yeah. we're in the thick of it right now yeah uh yeah so um so go back a couple episodes to hear the full color story about how i did the, the color so death maze too i wanted to like f- have a farce of the hulk i guess yeah. You know, I like the character, the Hulk, and I was really trying to think of, like, ways to play with that character, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, how do you rip off the Hulk? It's it's really hard without, and still be original, you know? Yeah. Because you see somebody turn into the Hulk, you're like, this is the Hulk. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I mean, also, like, the Hulk is, his powers are well known, like, he yeah. gets dumber when he... Uh, becomes the Hulk, stuff like that. Yeah. So I just like the, I wanted to play with that, like his anger is his weakness to like his self anger is his weakness, like his self deprecation. Like he has to hit, he has to hate himself and hate and like self deprecate. Like right. So instead of like somebody pissing off, like, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. This guy's like, I hate myself. I hate myself. I hate I'm myself. I'm so dumb. I'm so <laughs> dumb. I can't believe I'm like, so stupid of me to go the wrong way. I'm so dumb. Yeah. So I, once I found that flip, I, I just really liked that. I ran with it. I don't know. What did you think of that? I I liked that too. I, I mean, it, it worked out. It made sense. Just the whole point is that like, he has to like, he can't ever think like he's doing a good job. So like, even though like, he's doing a good job, like it's even like the, Two bad guys like he really should have more confidence in himself. He's doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, imagine what how he would get through the world if he just uh, appreciated himself somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was kind of the idea, and there's there's it doesn't read very well uh, the actual comic, and that's because uh, I think I had too many panels on this comic. Like you can see on the actual comic. Well, first of all, this this artist, again, when I asked for roughs of the pages, he just kind of like threw together the whole page. And I was like, wow, I can't really ask for changes because you've done the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So so I was kind of bound to what was already there, you know, and I mm-hmm. kind of had to just like change what I could. So I think, I think that the first panel is way too wide. Um, but I like where it is, and I really like how da- dynamic this page ended up being, like with the changing being kind of mixed in and on top of the other panels and mm-hmm. underneath the page and everything. Um, so I didn't complain, really. I mean, I, I might have changed the angle here a little bit and seen his face more, but what what can you do, you know? Yeah. Um, again, I think that was that's just kind of lazy to not show the face clearly in the first panel, and you never really see his actual face. The closest you see it is in the very bottom part of the third frame. Right, right here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so that was just a slight issue. Um, I the actual change into the the Hulk like character, the Boulder, is cool. And the action is really great in this. The robots, he, he, I think the script was sort of vague. It was like a lot of robots. Um, and he, he did a good job with this room, I think. And the, the thing that didn't read great to me, and this is my writing fault, not the artist's fault, was the computer screen in the last panel where he's like hitting himself. 
and I, I don't know if you can tell he's hitting himself, Eric, but I, you can tell. I, it looks like he's hitting himself, like on that one, like when he's punching himself in the head. Did you read it that way when you first read it? When I first read it, um, uh, kind of. Okay. Like I read, like it looked like he was punching himself. It looked like he was like doing this thing. So yeah. I don't know if like, he was like missing. Was I don't know why he was hitting himself, but it looked like he was hitting himself. Yeah. So. That was that. That was an, a little bit annoying. That the um, and I I think that's the angle of this this panel. And I think it didn't need to be a computer screen. It could have just been a voiceover, the actual screen, or coming from you know the next page or something. Um, He's also a big fan of like just the full behind shots because even in this one he does it too. In this one, yeah, when he lands and yeah. And it, but the, this is the the robots are facing him, yeah. so I didn't mind that too much. On on page on the page two, you'll notice that's when the behind shots really really bug me. So on page two, um, the first panel you don't see either of the Bert, Bert or Ernie's faces. Mm -hmm. He's spilling a drink. You can't even tell that he's spilling a drink, which again is like. I should have written actually him spilling on his shirt as like mm -hmm. an insert panel so that you knew that there was a spill because in this panel, the, the spill is so tiny compared to the rest of the room yeah. <laughs> and the angle is so bad that, um, yeah, he just, it doesn't read very well. I think. Well, you can tell in that one panel that he is punching himself in the head though. I think again, in this next one, you went the wrong way, dummy. I thought he was punching. It's like that when I first time ready, he was punching himself in the head. That's just because, oh, okay. I because I thought he was angry at himself. Yeah, yeah, that looked good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you also clearly see his face though too, so it works better. It works so much better when you can see the face. Mm -hmm. You know, if if that's something we can all learn from. Yeah. Um, the it's next one is good. Like, how you look from we can't see the person's face. Yeah. Not that like him running towards a door isn't bad. Like doofus, I'm such a doofus, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not too bad. But like I just thought, you know, I don't know. Uh, it it would it could have been funnier if he was running towards you, saying doofus, I'm such a doofus. Mm -hmm. You know, you never know. Um, and then uh, of course the next Burton and Ernie, they're still facing away from you, um, and still talking about the shirt, which isn't even in the panel. Right? He's like, well, I guess I guess he's taking off the shirt and they're talking about the boulder, but I don't know. They they really need to be looking at the screen. It doesn't even look like they're looking at the screen. So I don't know. But then they look at each other and you kind of see them and it, it's kind of an interesting panel, except they're both looking at each other like, turning only their necks <laughs> they do it very hard like they're turning like a it's like a full 45 <laughs> degree turn it's not like a partial turn it's like a yeah full, like someone it's... took off their head and went <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting and then um and then we the soothing room is pretty cool actually soothing um, room was done well can you scroll down because i'm having yeah. trouble seeing the below the yeah. soothing room yeah yeah the soothing room is is well done um there's all these people you can sort of make out the bed. That was my only critique with this, is that the bed in this is literally a mattress and a pillow. Um, mm -hmm. And in my brain, I was thinking there was like the whole like princess type of 
bed with the things going above it and the drapery and everything. I should have put it in the script, you know? You got to be super specific with that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he turns back into mild-mannered Irwin, um, which I thought was well done with the pandas. And and again, there's no faces on Bert and Ernie. Mm-hmm. It's the strangest thing in the world to me that they're not on there at all, you know? Yeah. Like they seem to be – like if you hadn't seen them in the previous issue, they would seem to be like men of mystery. Right. And it's an easy fix. You put the you, you put have the you camera have... in front of Ernie washing the shirt and yeah. then you just see the profile of Bert sitting at the controls. Yeah. And it's it's like that easy. <laughs> you know, you would you would see his his face full on and you would see a profile of Bert and Yeah, but again, this was like kind of all done when I saw the sketch and I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> to be honest, you know, because it, it was like done, done. And yeah, because he, he puts, so like, because, like, whereas most people say, like, hey, these are basically what we're thinking, I'm thinking of going with, is there anything you want me to do before it's yeah. finalized? He just goes, here's the finalized thing, and it's like, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, um, the other, the last thing, or let's talk about, so the, um, the color, again, you might notice that there's some issues with the color. If you like zoom in, mm-hmm. you'll see a couple mistakes. Like here, it overlaps. And, and um, I kind of just, it was a lot of work. I kind of just gave up on trying to make it perfect. And I just did my best, you know? You can see like in the purple between there, there's a giant space. Where? Oh. Below Kathump. Below Kathump. Oh, yeah, 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 where it just overlaps. That's easy. I could delete that and re-upload it, and you'd never see that again. But I I just wanted to point out that the color is not perfect. I did my best. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say that the color was harder because a lot of the drawing had, like, these white lines included. And he also used about a million layers in photoshop photoshop layers which is bizarre to me it didn't come out as like flat black lines like you see with other artists Mm -hmm. it came out as like each panel was its own layer and each of those panels had six or seven layers within it and it was hard to actually color and be on like figure out those white lines that were in this and it just ended up being a lot so and I also, unlike other colorists, I used a lot of colors. I, I noticed that a lot of, some colorists don't use as many colors or, and don't make everything everything have its own color, you know, which yeah. I did, which I did. So I actually gave myself more work in that way. Um, yeah, but anyway, so that's the colors. And then the ti- the lettering was done by Tito again. Um, Esposito, he's a Fiverr artist, and I, I really like the lettering. What do you think, Eric? I thought the lettering's done well. I thought there was a very interactive lettering, like the ow, 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 is very expressive because like he changes the font, yeah, he moves them around so it's not all just one spot. Yeah. Um, the writing's done like the writing, like the speaking is generic speaking, but that's fine. But like yeah. the arg is done very like everything else. Like he makes the writing part of the story. And so that, like, you look at the writing 
because of the story or as part of the story, not as something comes separate. Yeah, yeah. And I asked him to make like the insults to himself like look like that orange color so that it would like stand out as like his superpower again. He's like, his superpower is self deprecation. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I, and that was something that he fixed for me after he had already kind of turned him in as like a draft. Um, so that was cool. And I, it was like my only note was that these needed to be orange and kind of fun, you know? Doofus. Like he's always yelling. I'm a dummy. Yeah. You went the wrong way, dummy. Dummy. So, uh, so that's Death Maze 2. It was, it, and it took a long time to make and money, and it's two pages long. <laughs> like all of I mean, these. I've, as comics are expensive to make, as, as we are discovering. Yeah. Which, but they're cool. Mm-hmm. They're fun. This wasn't in the world a little bit ago, you know? Yep. You created an entire world from your imagination. I did, with other people working on it. <laughs> Which is cool because it's like collaborative. If you can't see Eric, he's doing funny stuff with his hands and head. And yeah, also my cat was bothering me, so I picked him up and he was part of the show for a little bit. <laughs> awesome. If you saw me all of a sudden bend down, that was the cat literally headbutting me and meowing to the point I'm like, screw it, I'm picking him up and bothering him. Nice. So he was there. You might have saw his face a little bit. Might have. Hey, I know we promised to talk about the inks for Death Maze 3, but we're going to hold off on that for another week mm-hmm. because the last... I, I commissioned three artists to do the inks. I have two of them done. They look wonderful, but the third artist is still finishing. He has another couple of days um, deadline, so I think we should just wait until we have all three. Sounds like a plan. Sounds good? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Eric, did you read anything? I did read something. Um, I am a big fan, a big, fan, big fan of manga. And one of my current favorite mangas is a manga called Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone? Uh, Dr. Stone. Okay. Written by Rishiro Ingaki and illustrated by Boichi. 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 Nice. Um... The so the storyline is that all at once throughout the entire world everyone turns to stone. Okay. Uh, and then ten thousand years later, two people uh, wait get wake up from being like turned to stone because they got frozen inside a cave. Okay. And the acid that naturally built up inside the caves kept on falling on the stones and eventually melted the stones to the point that it melted them. The stone melted off of them, and they were able to re- reawaken. Wait, um, you lost me. Um, let's go back. So, everyone turns to stone. Yes, like all living creatures, <laughs> like birds, people, fish, everything. Or, or not or not fish, stone. but like what? not fish, not fish, because they're like underwater. So they avoid. Like they all see this flash, and this flash affects everyone. Like even if you were hiding from it, you get turned to stone. Everyone just turns to stone. Everyone turns to stone, hence Dr. Stone. The birds, but not the fish. But not the fish, exactly. So birds turn to stone, they fall in the ocean. They fall in the ocean. 
There's still birds. There's still, still birds, stone. but like if you if you break apart while you're stone, you you like you die or you can get fixed if you can glue them back together and then you can do it. They'll come back normal. <laughs> Wait, so you're alive in the stone or you're not alive? So yeah, you're alive in the stone. So so some people are alive. So like the main character, yeah, was alive because like he was so smart that he was able to like. <laughs> focus and regain his consciousness wait so smart people can be alive in the stone yes dumb people don't know they're they, in it's stone. like they're asleep they don't realize they're in stone they're turned to stone well that's not very fair well i mean i why is it not very fair i mean well who's to say if dumb people would know they're in stone or not well the, it sounds I, like discrimination <laughs> i guess so okay keep going keep so the main character, um, so he has the eventual goal to do two things. One is he wants to, um, so Senku is the main character. He's the scientist, the doctor. Okay. And he has the main goal of eventually um, rebuilding civilization using the nitric acid that's spilt on him to unlock people one person at a time and, and to the point where he can go to the moon again. That his eventual goal is to be able to go to the moon in his lifetime because that was always his dream growing up was to be the next person to walk on the moon. He wants to reanimate people? Yeah, one person so at a time. So he can go to the moon. Yes. That doesn't make that doesn't add up. Why not? How, how does reanimating people end up with you on the moon? Are they well, gonna the, well, form a giant to, ladder? He wants to rebuild civilization. He's not gonna turn like stack them all up one at a time. <laughs> but at points he wants to rebuild people one person at a time so that he unlocks civilization. Until he gets NASA? Why doesn't he just go to NASA? Because NASA cause at this point ten thousand years has passed. Like the Earth's different than it was and NASA's just been destroyed, like all the cars are gone, stuff like that. Wait, these people are in stone for ten thousand years? Yes. You didn't say that. You said they I, were in a cave. Well, he was the reason why they were able to escape was because they uh, they were in a cave and nitric acid eventually fell on them enough that this they were able to break free. Okay. Continue. So, only problem is while he's sitting there unlocking this. Like, one of the <laughs> the only problem is there are no rockets. <laughs> yeah, there's no rockets. <laughs> Even but, if he reanimates everyone, there's so no, no so rockets. He, he there's does, no he rocket reanimates fuel. The number one fighter in Japan, like the strongest boxer in Japan, uh-huh. and it turns out the strongest boxer in Japan hates society and doesn't want society to be reborn because society is the reason it causes sister to die. Yeah, boxers have a lot of issues that way. Yeah, they do. And so he tries to kill Senku and fails, but he doesn't realize he fails because so he snaps his neck, but he snaps his his back neck where he stabbed his neck was actually stone. So it only just broke the rock. He didn't actually kill him. Can I pause for a second? Yeah. What? Okay, <laughs> let me rephrase it. Okay. So the boxer that he unlocked. Tries no, to kill no, him. no, no. Hold on. Hold on. So everyone's turned to stone. Mm-hmm. One guy is un- unleashed from the stone. So he unlocks three. So he so Sengoku unlocks two people. He unlocks his best friend. Don't don't interrupt me. I'm not interrupting you. I'm just explaining. I'm explaining. And you're so not every, listening. Everyone, you had to open your ears, Keegan. What did, what are the fish doing for ten thousand years? They didn't they're, evolve they're, at all. Well, yeah, probably a little bit. 
<laughs> can, what, can the fish talk yet? No, they're still no. on the water. They're still in the water. They got gills. In ten thousand years, they might have evolved to land walking mammals. Are there any of those? Maybe. Okay. They're not not that shown in the comic. Not to interrupt your very interesting story about. No, you don't care. <laughs> it just felt like you were rambling on. I'm not rambling on. I just explained the story, and you keep on questioning. They were turned uh, to stone. You're, you're going panel by panel on this. No, story. I'm not. I'm literally going. Just explain the story. No, Turn to stone. Unlock from stone. No, no. What's the end? The end. So cur- it's still ongoing, but currently they're in America, and they're dealing with a person, <laughs> with another scientist, who is attacking with machine guns, submarines, and airplanes. How many of these have there been? It has been going on since March 6, 2017, once per week. Okay. So you were going to tell me everything that no, happened? No, I was going to tell you the since, basic premise of what since happened. Since 2017? No, I was going to tell you the basic premise. So if you just listen, I'm going to summarize it now because you have no patience no, whatsoever. Listen, listen. It's not basic because if it was basic, I wouldn't have interrupted you to begin no, with. You were There's a million rock no. people. The fish don't turn to rock for some reason. There's nitric acid. He unlocks a boxer. The boxer punches him in the back of the neck, but there's still stone so there. Let me, no, okay. that is no. every panel right, that happens. This is everything it is. At all at once, the entire world, everyone gets turned to stone. And then you start, as soon as I started saying that, you literally started questioning me like, everyone? Like, yes, everyone. This wasn't a hard concept. That's a very hard concept. Why? No. Why? Why? This is okay. So, did you question that when you read why? Have you ever read Why the Last Man? Yeah. Did you question it? Like, no, I don't get this. Why is it? No. Why all- you want to know why? Because why? they explained it. He and opened, I was explaining it. He opened a mysterious thing and all the men died. Duh. There, I said that there was a mysterious flash. They all got turned to stone. Yeah, Duh. but there was no cause. There was only effect there. There was the mysterious flash. They don't know what why the last man, he opens like a magic bracelet necklace thing. And that causes all the men to die. Also possible, also possible explanation. What was the box? Where'd the box come from? They don't explain that. Wait a second. No, no possible explanation is that the clone is given birth at that exact moment. And then all the men die. Why would a clone cause it? That makes no sense. Why would a clone affect somebody across the world? Look, it wasn't a mysterious flash. No, well, it makes, it makes no there sense. Were at least your two, conversation, your premise doesn't make any sense. There are I two question actual it. mysteries. You no, know, this is terrible. This is terrible, <laughs> Keegan. This is literally, if you, if you accept Why the Last Man, you have to accept Dr. Stone. They're I don't think I actual. did accept Why the Last Man. I don't think, I don't think that was a good review. Yes, it is a good book. I liked Why the Last Man, but you what are, are you saying, doing with your hands. I'm getting frustrated with you because you literally, <laughs> as soon as I started talking, I was like, no, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work that way. Why is a flash? Why is he a bad guy? No. Okay. All right. I have my clock up. I'm going to time you. Okay. You have exactly one minute to summarize this entire comic. Okay. Ready? Four, three, two, one, go. A, a, bright, a bright flash turns everything, every single living creature that's not underneath the ocean, to stone all at once. 10,000 years go by, and two people are freed due to unforeseen circumstances, and they're free. <laughs> they had the goal of being the last two people uh, all of a sudden free 
to rebuild civilization. And the ultimate goal, saying they've reached the pinnacle of civilization, when they themselves can walk on the moon, because that is to them, as personal fans of NASA, the ultimate goal for them. Problem being is the one of the people they, uh, first people they happen to unlock happens to be a murder psycho killer and wants to kill them because he thinks society is bad for the world. So his goal is not actually to rebuild society, but to go back to caveman times and only let the strong survive. So his goal is not to let science happen, just to create a, like a world where he is the king as the strongest. He tries to kill the main character, Sankoku, the scientist, the original guy who wants to go to NASA to go, You're done. Free, to go up the top. I don't no. want to hear any more. That's it. Cool. That's all. And fails. And that's, nope, that's no, the premise. Nope. And that is the premise. Nothing else after I stopped you. Counts. No. Perfect <laughs> sense. You just were... Uh, <laughs> Anyways. Okay. All right. So, well, actually, that made a lot of sense. Yes, if you would stop interrupting me every two minutes, every second, you get the flash. What's the flash? What happened? Why is it? I, I really think Did that the, you were... the animals evolved. It's been ten thousand years. They should have evolved. Oh my god! You were really filling in way too many details. Why no, did I was filling in no details whatsoever during that minute? It... During that minute, you did not mention that he was a boxer. You did not tell me no. that somebody got hit in the back of the neck. No. Or back or spine, I was whatever it was. How it was he still tried wrong. to kill him. No, I was explaining how he tried to kill him, which is not too many details. There was he, no sulfuric no. acid melting the rock. <laughs> no, so literally, nitric acid is how they got freed. Boxer okay. was the profession of the killer who wants to right, be right, the but, world. But that wasn't in the minute explanation. All I'm pointing out is those are details. Also, I'm pointing out, though, too, is you would literally interrupt me every 10 seconds, so I would lose my train of thought and have to start over. And because that's probably why I had to fill those, those details. Because I had to fill those details in my head out loud to follow it. Therefore, Look. if you would not interrupt me at all during that time, this entire thing would have been done. We would have gone past the plot to the artwork and gone and to the point that it, I could explain everything to you and had been done. But because of this, we wasted more time in this explanation than we would have to any other time and just been done, gone through. The audience would have been a lot more entertained if you would just shut your mouth, let me through it, and know your role. I'm just saying that those details no! confused no, me. No, you're done. You are done. I was confused. Done, 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 done. Wait, I have a question. No, no questions. You have lost. I, you... I just want to ask one question. Fine. What's your question? Okay. What causes the flash? It is unknown <laughs> currently. That doesn't make any sense. They, so, and why the last man? They don't know what killed them all, all the males at the, at the very beginning either. They went through and they explored it. It took them time to get to it. We are still building to the point where they get to and they discover. They think a flash originated from the moon. Is that why he wants to go to the moon? Why yes. didn't you just tell me that? Because that wasn't originally why he wanted to go to the moon. He just simply said, I want to go to the moon. And then he oh. says, I actually have to go to the moon. Why didn't you tell me that it came from the moon? Because that came halfway through the storyline. I never got to that point because you interrupted me every 10 seconds. I know I didn't. Yes, you did. Okay. How's the art? Art is fantastic. Um, art is super much the high point of the entire storyline. There are points where they kind of lose you. Like, you know how you got lost in the previous comic because they started talking about, like, the county or whatever yeah. they would go into very much like the very like sh like they would lose me kind of stuff too because like he's like i want to build a telephone it's like well we gotta do this this and this and this i'm like i'm lost but the artwork oh, okay. is super fantastic and just really drives the story like it's honestly the best artwork in the manga i've ever seen oh cool honestly like 10 out of 10 when it comes to the artwork cool. um 
It's not colored. It's the only problem because most mangas aren't. Yeah. But even so, it's still fantastically done artwork. Um, really Great. takes advantage of the point, the fact that it's not in color. Yeah. So that you don't realize a lot of times that it's not in color. I see. Um, uh, what about the color? There is no color. <laughs> the color or the coloring? Um, yeah. It's mostly black and white because most mangas are black and white unless they have special issues. And even like the special issues, it's just kind of like not, the coloring much color. yeah. is very similar to like the coloring you actually did. Um, oh, okay. Where like they use very bright colors just to differentiate each thing. But okay, it's fine. Um, um, what about the lettering? Lettering is fantastic as well where they um, use the lettering to actually enhance the storyline. Yeah. So like when they punch somebody, they differentiate that. Um, all the wording, like whenever they're speaking, is consistent, but it's done in such a way that it doesn't distract from the storyline. It does it so it adds to it. So like when a character's scared, they'll yeah. change the lettering to reflect that he's scared. When he's happy, they'll make it a little bit brighter. They'll actually do a really good job with the lettering as well. Can they be scared if they're rocks? Well, there's so they have to get some acid from a lake and they're scared they're going to die from the acid. Oh, okay. These are after they got the rocks. They get out of the rocks the first issue. You think they spend too many times in rocks. You think it's like five, 15 issues. I'm in a rock. I'm in a rock. You just said that everyone's a rock. Yeah. These are the people that were scared were the people that were no longer a rock. So everyone's a rock and then somebody becomes not a rock. Yes. And then he makes other people not rocks. Yes. And then and his goal is to rebuild civilization. And then they go to the US. Eventually, after many years. Ten thousand years? No, not ten thousand years. Like a two years. Okay. All right. Well, since twenty seventeen. Yeah, since twenty seventeen. That's been three years. Three years. Three years? Okay. Uh what about the je ne sais quoi? That's a French term. Yes, it is. Um, it's just really, really well written. It's interesting. The storylines make sense. And just the artwork is so fantastic. Uh, you just, it's just done. It's, honestly, it's one of the best artworks I've ever seen. So, Oh, good. So it's the artwork for you? Yeah. It's not the rock people. No. The storyline's <laughs> solid, too. The storyline's done very, very well. It won Manga of the Year for 2018. Uh, and... It, I think it wanted to get. I think it was number two, two thousand nineteen. So, oh, cool. It's it's a very well written, very well illustrated manga. Um, it's well, how hard can it be to draw a bunch of rock people? <laughs> they gave, <laughs> you hate this so much. They're facing forward, <laughs> Keegan. They're facing forward, so you can see their faces, and they're ex, they're giving expressions. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Okay, so on the scale between, um, Euro rock person. Mm-hmm. underneath the sea and you get to see the fish evolve and eventually they make you a statue in the middle of their society but you're a statue facing like the gallows and it, they become a very dictatorial civilization and you feel really bad for the, all the fish that get hung in the gallows under the sea in this dictatorship and you can't do anything about it because you're still a rock two being on the moon and flashing people 
I would just like to be. I would say just being on the moon. I don't want to flash people. I don't think they need to see me flashing them. Well, they would see I you through a telescope. They can see me through a telescope. Yeah. I would like. I would like to piss people off in a telescope. Like point at them. Like ah. I thought. <laughs> I think it's, uh, being able to fly to the moon is where I'd rate it. I think it's a very, very good story. Very oh. compelling story. If you didn't have someone interrupt you every two seconds while reading it, it'd be even better. Well, I'm telling it. I'm just saying, like, it yeah. didn't make any sense what you were saying. It made perfect sense. You just interrupted me every 10 seconds. There were seconds. just way too many details. Every 10 seconds. That's right. Well, I was very confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. My computer's about to die, so we're going to wrap this up. You're so angry. Yes, and we're wrapping this up now because my computer's about to die. You can't just get away. No, it's about to die. If it, I just stopped talking, it's because That's my computer fine. died. All right, well, it's been a really fun episode. Been fantastic, minus the last part where you kept on being interrupted. I'm sorry about that. I had to go on a rant. There was a rant there. I'm very sorry to everyone who I wonder if you're going to edit out that rant. But anyways, who are we? We are dumb comic creators. I am Eric Schwartz, and who are you? Keegan Shiner. And we are very thankful for you coming to listen to us, even when we have fights. (laughs) That wasn't a fight. That was a difference of opinion. Difference of opinion. <laughs> hey, it's nice when you uh, feel yep. so strongly about your own description of a comic. But you're going to. I'm going to pull it, ne- it not maybe not next week, but sometime in the future weeks. I'm going to pull what you did to me. I hope you and, do. No, and I will interrupt you every second and question every single thing. I hope you do. I will. I want to be thorough in this podcast. We will be very thorough. 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 Hey, I'm going to Walden Pond soon. Have fun at Thorough. Thorough. Row, okay. row, row your boat <laughs> to the pond. Hey, that could be our catchphrase. Nah, it sucks. We'll workshop it. No. <laughs> Just no. I don't, I don't even have, to, I'm not even going to, I don't even have the patience right now to, to say we'll workshop it. No. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good night, man. Good night. Still need a catchphrase. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.